Hello, and welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we explore the human side of the superhuman feats of endurance swimmers and those who support them. I'm marathon swimmer and coach, Shannon Keegan. In this, the second in the three-part series, following Carolyn on her journey to swim the 34 kilometers down the Derwent River in Australia, Carolyn tells us all about her various training venues. Her swim is coming up in just a few days, so we wish her the best of luck. I know she's going to have a great swim. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Carolyn! Happy Hello. Christmas! Almost you New too. Year! <laughs> Thank you! Almost New Year! Almost. Yeah, New Year's redundant for me. I'll be in bed early. <laughs> you'll be <laughs> you'll be celebrating it before me I think you get it because we're behind you because it's Tuesday here and Wednesday there so I guess yes be... we just established what day it is I saw I saw a joke no one knows what day it is between Christmas and New Year it's either two <laughs> days after Christmas or two days before New Year no one actually knows what day it is <laughs> I saw this great post of somebody saying just be a couch they, like between Christmas and New Year's just be a couch like don't do anything and I was like that's a great idea but I wanted to talk to you so here we are I'm not a couch today no (laughs) you did get me out of training this morning so I'm very happy with that (laughs) tell us us what you've been up to since we talked last you were getting ready for a big swim and you and I were going to connect right after that and we had to push it out so how did your last big swim go what have you been up to all of it yeah, so, well, I mean, two, two easy weeks now. Well, I wouldn't say easy. It's, I was actually saying to hubby the other week, this week is still bigger than my biggest week last summer. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> but I'm now whoa. calling an easy week, which is really, really, really funny. Yes, yeah. and then I did my, my big swim just before Christmas, which was actually the goal of the event last year. So, oh wow okay so so warning to everyone it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger so if you think you're doing a lot now you wait till next summer (laughs) yeah that's right that's true part of me it just gets bigger and bigger so yeah just um been traveling to all different beaches and uh fresh waters and night swims and cold water training and swimming pool training and trying to stop drinking as much wine um (laughs) That's its own kind of training. <laughs> yeah, that's a different training in itself. That takes a lot of discipline. I'm going well so far. <laughs> Probably not as dedicated as some of your listeners, that's for sure. <laughs> I, uh, yes, I wonder sometimes how much of them are, you know, vessels of purity and they don't ever, I don't know, versus just, you know, balancing out like the amazing swims they do by just going off the rockers. I don't know. I think it's probably <laughs> a little bit of, little bit of everything out there. <laughs> Look, you've got the people that are being honest and the people that aren't. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're telling you what they, what they want to hear. No, I'm sure there's people out there that are, like you said, vessels of health and haven't, you know, don't do any thing naughty over there but um that's totally not me totally not super mum <laughs> totally uh had a couple of couple of cheeky little cocktails on Christmas day at Christmas dinner and um nice it's all it's all good yeah so what um I'm trying to I didn't I didn't do study up to see exactly where we left off but r- tell us about the big the big training so how did it go did you make it 
and what yes. the distance again tell us yeah so I've done I've been trying to diversify I guess a lot since we last talked you know trying to get all hunting down wind and waves hunting down fresh water wow. in the dark um hunting. hunting down so like the night before tell me what how how does that how does hunting the weather down <laughs> go? I love this yeah that's right well, one swim, uh, we have a beach here called Sutton's Beach. It's at Redcliffe. It's, it's a lovely little beach. I mean, we're a city. We, we, um, our city is kind of on a lot of mudflats, um, uh, mangroves, like quite natural kind of beauty, I guess. Um, and to get the real sandy white typical beaches that you'd see on the postcards of Australia, we have to kind of travel 90, to two, 90 minutes to two hours north, 90 minutes okay. to two hours south kind of thing, So which I do. Um, so there's a beach in Brisbane that's about 50 minutes north of my house. It's called Sutton's Beats at Redcliffe and it's a 5K loop. So it's two and a half Ks down, two and a half Ks back. And so we kind of um, have a joke, you know, or, you know, when you're texting, you're going to do one lap, which is 5Ks, two laps, 10Ks, three laps, you know, blah, blah, Anyway, so normally I'd do two laps and that's, that's 10 kilometres. So Someone said, um, oh, there's going to be a little bit of chop because there was a, a northerly and the tide's coming in, you know, the chop's kind of going over the top. Oh, let, let's let's give that a crack. All right. So the first, so we, we got in and the water here, it, I, the water here is so warm at the moment. Like it's is just it right? cold water training is a disaster. Oh, no. It's so warm. And being in the ocean, not a fan of um, ocean swimming by myself at night time. <laughs> Just quietly. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That sounds good to me. It's appropriate so, caution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I do have one of those shark bands, and so far it's worked. <laughs> 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 Who knows if it actually works? But so far it's worked well. <laughs> um, so as soon as the sun's kind of up a little bit, off off we trot. We had a little bit of a current going down, and of course I'm swimming, thinking, "Oh, this is so fun!" You know, um, the Derwent's going to have a bit of current, and you know, this is lovely. And then we we had a little chat at the end, had a bit of a feed, turn around, go back. Yeah. So we did two laps, and it was lovely. Um, the guy that I swim with is a little bit faster, so he's like he like sheep dogs me. He kind of gets to the end and then swims around me to kind of come back and get me. Anyway, by the time on the way down was with the current on the way back was a little bit choppy and the first lap was lovely the second lap on our way back it was just starting to get a little bit choppy and I thought oh here we go here we go you know good oh um anyway but then the wind changed and so on the way down was into the wind and what normally takes me about 50 minutes took me nearly an hour and a half oh boy yeah oh I was <laughs> just like and it's and I it's so funny what goes through your mind you know I was just I was literally just swimming and because I, I breathe to the left so when I'm going down I only see the ocean I don't actually see the 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 beach because you're swimming along the beach and you see the yeah. the buildings right I so I don't even yes. know <laughs> every so often I'm trying to have a look but that makes me seasick when I oh, turn goodness. to the right so I, can't, I know I know <laughs> Oh, we need to talk about seasickness too. Yes, we anyway, do, yeah. so every time I look to the right, I get a little bit seasick. So I'm like, right, I can't look to the right, you know. Um, but my Garmin buzzes every 500 meters. 
So I'm like, okay. And I, I, I was listening to the podcast we did the other day and I totally gave the wrong numbers. I was doing the 100. Like every 500 metres, I normally stroke 400 strokes. Oh. I was saying it doesn't matter. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to count 400 strokes because I can't see the buildings go past and I'm just going to keep. And I counted 400, 500, 600. I'm like, what is going on? And I stopped and looked around and I'm like, oh my goodness. I'd, you know, I'd moved, but not very much. I hadn't even made the 500 meters yet after like 800 strokes. Oh gosh. But it was like, because we were talking when you get desperate, we count strokes, right? But I was just desperate to move. And it was just, it's so good for me. It's, you know, like to just, and I just think I'm going to get there eventually, you know, like surely, surely I'm going to get there eventually, you know. And normally we have a feed at the end, you know, every half an hour. And, of course, I had to have a feed halfway. (laughs) Like I'm starving. This is the first time I've had a feed half. So I had a feed halfway and then, anyway, we got to the end and I just, and and I thought, oh, man, he's going to be, he's going to be waiting so long for me. Anyway, he, 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 he got there and I said, oh, have you been waiting long? And he said, oh, a little bit. And he said, but I wasn't coming back to sheepdog you because I wasn't going back. You know what I mean? I cur- yeah, yeah. So he said he was going to do a kilometre easy and then a kilometre sprint and then 500 metres easy, like, like to make the 2.5K lap. And he, um, he said that, that he couldn't get any extra speed up. Like, oh, really? <laughs> Anyways, so that but that but then the good news is we turned around and we were back within 29 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so I was literally like, you know, it was it was lovely. I'm like, oh, hopefully this is what the day was like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we got back fast and then we kind of got out and, I, and you know, that test of when you stand up and okay, how are we feeling? You know, body check, body check, you know, mm. and I was all right and I got dressed and we had coffee and went home and had a nap, woke up feeling fine. But I, I, I think the water here, the ocean here is just so hot at the moment. And because I was swimming in the sun and I think I was just completely heat stroke oh, no. and my body wasn't sore at all. But I tell you what, it took me a good three or four days to get over it. Oh, wow. Um, just, and what was I the just, total distance you did for that? Was it? That was six, 16. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I was cranky because it's a 5K loop. So we get back and we've done 15 and I went to get out and he's like, no, no, we've got 1K to go. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> are you, I said, are you kidding me? Like, and I was come on, let's go 500 metres. And I was, it's, it's these people that have to round up. <laughs> You're like, a round down. If it's less than 0.5, I like, it's, no, 15's good. <laughs> Does, doesn't 15 you round up to 20? Like, <laughs> Anyway, so and but I was too scared to swim 500 meters that way to fight anyway. So I did like a, a lap, and don't tell him, but the last like 20 meters was my walk up the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just casually pressed stop on my garment. He goes, Did you do it? Yeah, see. <laughs> but yeah, it took me three or four days to get over that. Wow. Um, I was what's happy the, with the bot. What's the water temp? You're saying it's hot. What's the oh that day easily 25 degrees uh okay so that's 77 yeah okay good that doesn't sound that that doesn't sound that hot 
25 or 26 degrees easily well okay 77 78 okay well yeah I mean when you're working hard and in the wind and shop and current whatever like yeah I think probably the sun as well yeah oh yeah totally right the sun here I mean I'm I'm very good with sunscreen um I didn't get burnt which I was really happy about that is great yeah sunscreen and that but and but I also am joking that I think my thermometer is just completely broken I am completely broken at the moment like poor (laughs) hubby we've got the air conditioning on like low you know like 20 degrees full onto onto me just with a sheet (laughs) I think I'm incredibly broken at the moment with my um cold water you know cold water training kind of I guess but um no the 20 it was really hot anyway we got over that one so that was the 16 I was quite proud of that one because I'd never done three laps before at this place but um it did take a few days to then the next week was kind of a slower week but I did less than even I was supposed to because I just said to coach I just said I just feel awful I had headache I just felt like I couldn't drink enough water yeah wow hydrolyte electrolytes like every day and I mean I drank a lot you know did you go in hydrated yes I did um you know (laughs) all the all the stories I just think it was the sun and um so I think this this Derwent swim has completely broken my thermometer internal thermometer (laughs) yeah yeah I like to so, think though that, uh, yeah, that you can expand your range. You know, people talk about like moving it to get more cold or more hot, but you're definitely expanding your range. So you're like, I can do hot I can, and I'm going to be able to do cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully I can do cold, but <laughs> um, yeah, well, possibly. Yeah. That's, that's the go. Um, so that was a good one. That was 16. We've done a couple of littler swims. We kind of swam around. Um, we went to the North coast and we swam around Majimba Island. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of, that was kind of an 8K day or something. But, yeah, that was a really nice swim. Hubby took the boat out. It was probably 10 or 12 of us swimming and we kind of used to swim kind of two kilometres out into the, to the island and then it might be like a kilometre around. So I think we did three or four rounds mm-hmm. and then went back again. Um, and that one, that one was gorgeous. That had you know, it's got all the turtles and, but what is a little bit disconcerting is when you swim and you run into a fishing line and you look up at the fishermen and you're like, mm, can you not fish <laughs> because you'll get the little fish, which gets the big fish. <laughs> anyway, he just like, he's just laughing at us. I'm like, oops, sorry. But um, yeah, I did have that day. I did take a kayaker um, that had the shark shield on the bottom of the, the kayak but the funny thing that is, that's my um, vision impaired friend. So he wasn't guiding me. I was guiding him. He was just following the sound of me swimming. Wow. Yeah, Amazing. yeah. And one, one of my girlfriends who um, is an incredible swimmer, she just she just swam really slow that day to swim near the shark shield on the kayak. Look, no one else swam with a shark shield. It's probably just me being a little bit paranoid. But, you know, it is a reef with fishermen and lots of turtles. <laughs> but that was beautiful. That was a beautiful swim. So that one was nice. Uh, Oh, I went to my brother's um, house on the north coast. It's called Moffat Beach. And it was just one afternoon and I thought, oh, I haven't done a swim today. I'll just go and do a stretchy swim, you know, in the ocean. And the the chopper was up a lot and I thought, oh, this will be lovely. Literally, I was going to do maybe half an hour, 20 minutes, half an hour. Well, within 20 minutes, I am vomiting, I'm seasick, and I'm like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> but you 
you know, it made me realise because it was an afternoon, last minute swim. After a nap, I'd had two coffees. So I had milk in my stomach. Oh, boy. Mid-afternoon. And I and it made me realise that my nutrition and um, medication works, right? Because I just, within 15 minutes, I was sick again. And, it, and I got up on the wow. beach and I'm like, whoa, like I had vertigo and, so, but it was kind of good. I mean, they say every swim has a story. It was only 15, 20 minutes, but it made me realise that my medication and good nutrition and no milk and all Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was good. So, so you have was... a pretty clear plan for medicating nutrition and... Uh, medicating dogs. You, said, you said medicating. You started this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you started this. So lay yeah. out your lay out your pre-race plan, medication, pre-feeding, <laughs> nutrition. Well, no, well, tell us a little bit more about how you've honed your nutrition strategy to help with the seasickness. Yeah, just- well, the last I'd say two years, I've had a nutritionist. Um, so she does Ironman and um, marathon swimming, but she the co-owner or actually I don't know but the the person who she works with of this particular dietitian company um Tara Diversity so she um she has done like an ice mile and done lots of um marathon swimming and that so so both of them were amazing at giving nutrition and especially for seasickness so I worked with her for probably two summers I haven't this this summer because I've got it now well I think I've got it nailed now. But, yeah, she just helped, um, I think, diversify what I was having, um, helped me understand about getting the stomach strong before the swim, Mm. um, what to eat in the days leading up to it, um, what to eat the night before, um, and even to, to the to the morning, you know, like she she had my plan. I can show you the the little card, and she and I literally like this is what you're having an hour before. This is what you're having 15 minutes before. Oh, wow. You know, yeah, wow. she had me really nailed down. Um, you know what, and and it certainly helped. And I was for rottenness. I was using a different medication, but now I've changed to um. Um, a different one again and um, I still use quells I don't know if you have quells over there but it's like it's just a general seasickness tablet Um, but then but now I've also got a tablet um, for um, fit when you're feeling nauseous Mm -hmm. so um, it's kind of there's a tablet for when you're feeling nauseous and a tablet for when you're vomiting and it stops the contractions of the stomach there you go see Dr Carolyn (laughs) but um yeah it's it certainly it certainly um, has helped, but and the nutrition has certainly helped. I, I find after about six or seven hours, though, it's a little bit of um, what I feel like more than the plan, mm-hmm. you know, sort of help. Yeah. But what I have added this summer, I have started trying to add a few solids because I did find I was getting quite hungry after six or seven hours after just liquid feeds. Yeah. So. Um, um, I have added a few sort of um, bananas and jelly beans and well, mainly bananas, really, just um, just following what amazing swimmers, you know, w- when I did the Majimba swim, my husband was on the boat and we, we all swim out there and, and some of us had our feed, feeds on the boat. So we'd swim up to the boat, and have our feed and, you know, and this one girl, Anna, she didn't, and, and Chris, 
said when we when we got home that night Chris said um that Anna didn't feed off off the boat she she had three bananas stuck down the back oh, of the togs and she just ate that and I'm just it's amazing just amazing yeah <laughs> so our, our joke is uh, how many you know is this a four banana swim or a three banana <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's, I mean she's done incredible swims around the world and um anyway she just needs some bananas in her tongue. She's off. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just have like a quarter. Like I'm just finding that little bite of a banana is just um, getting rid of the hunger issue. Yeah. You know, I know. I know the liquid calories are the go, but the, I don't know. I just feel like that little banana's help with the. I yeah. I crave food. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know that I could make it six hours. I usually, I don't know. I don't I haven't, I haven't worked with a nutritionist or honed it or ironed it out perfectly, but I just know I like, a, um, an, an array of, uh, foods on the boat that I can peruse. And, uh, I, I choose ahead, like for next feed, I want this next, you know, so it's not like I'm looking at a, a buffet yeah. <laughs> each, each feed, yeah. but I definitely like, uh, to have a lot of options on the boat. I can't just do the liquid feeds. It just doesn't cut it for me. That's one thing. So I What do you that, eat? Oh gosh, this isn't, this is your story for one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always learning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, yeah, that's a long story. We'll do that one another time. I'm curious about the, the, yeah, (laughs) the pre-feeding up to an hour before, can you divulge what any of that looks like? The night days up to, and the stomach strengthening, I made it sound like this really important process that I've just never tuned into. (laughs) Yeah, well, I learned a lot about um, prebiotics. I think I mentioned it once on um, mm-hmm. once did, on the yeah. podcast. So I didn't, I didn't even realize there was a thing called prebiotics versus probiotics. You know, you, you go to the shop and you buy those little milks, or you have yogurt or whatever. You know, for the probiotics. But prebiotics, mm-hmm. you find in well, I just cheat. I just have a little flour thing, but it's um, green banana flour. Hmm. So they, I've sort of googled it, and it literally is green bananas. <laughs> flour and they use it they use it a lot in um africa and that's why they just have stomachs of steel you know um because they and they make their bread and everything out of it or whatever um so green banana flour you can just buy it at the local shop here um or health food shops or whatever and that has been a game changer for me over the last two years i kind of don't have it all the time Hmm. mainly like um in the three or four months leading up to it and I just uh, about half a teaspoon just in my porridge every morning wow and, uh, and yeah it's just seems, I, green banana and it just everything's everything um works well shall we say <laughs> okay <laughs> everything <laughs> all right right we want everything um, to work well yeah yeah and you can get it in like you can get it I believe in like sauerkraut Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about sort that. Of fortified some, but I don't, I don't have any of that. Um, but yeah, if you if you Google it, so I kind of did that to get my stomach. And then the the week leading up, you know, like we're kind of knocked in our heads to avoid white bread, avoid white rice, avoid white this, white that, you know. And the mm-hmm. week leading up is just everything you're told not to do. Make sure you do. Mm. You know. Fine. So so heaps of white bread, heaps of you just, I just feel really full that week, heaps of, but so say my swim, so this say this would be a swim for a Saturday morning, right? You pretty much, um, lots of liquid calories, lots of Gatorade, lots of Milo. Oh, do you, I don't know if you have Milo over there. Uh, it's like a chocolate, <laughs> God bless Australia, like a chocolate, <laughs> chocolate powdered milk 
thing. Huh, okay. Kind of what I guess sustigen maybe maybe not really. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have it on everything here. Um, okay. It's kind of like the whole Vegemite thing. It's just I was going to say Vegemite. But... <laughs> yeah, it's just a whole weird thing we have going on here. Um, so lots of lots of liquid calories, uh, lots of white bread, jams, Vegemite, all that kind of stuff. And then, but that's pretty much until, and then you have a big feed on Friday morning, and then pretty much that's it. Um, just a few, you know, uh, uh, maybe some toast for lunch, um, you know, like it's still eating on Friday. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, but loads and loads of liquid calories, loads. Mm-hmm. So I have loads of sausage and loads of Gatorade, mm-hmm. um, like on the day before, because she said, then my stomach. And again, this is, this is not advice for anybody. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. this was this is my personal plan. So right. yes, yes. <laughs> don't sue me. No. Um, um, then so uh then the, the the Friday night before is was literally just a couple of pieces of toast. It's actually nice to feel not as full. Um yeah. interesting. But I've had got lots of calories in me because I've been having all the liquid stuff mm-hmm. um the day before, lots of fruit, all that kind of stuff. I think it's to just keep things moving. Mm-hmm. And then um, the morning you kind of wake up and I had some probably an hour before I had, you know, do the sunscreen, have some toast, um, Gatorade again for breakfast, which is a treat. Um, And then uh, like on the start line, um, a gel and some more Gatorade. (laughs) That's a good promotion for Gatorade, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and And then off you trot. So I kind of, it was different to my bike riding where I would just load up pasta and that until right until the night before, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but for me, my my stomach just wasn't coping with it, you know. But but the thing with bike riding is I'd have little feeds, well, not feeds on the boat, little bits so often, you know. Every 10 minutes I was having something little. So to have something, have a lot in every half an hour really affected my stomach it just my stomach couldn't cope with it so I kind of needed to be um um everything clear and 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 but I have found that I've got a little bit look I haven't road tested I am a little bit nervous because I haven't road tested the um banana in rough water uh so I'm going to have to go slow and steady there in the Derwent. But I'm kind of hoping that I can do that at the start of the day when it's calm mm-hmm. um, and then that. But, it, you know, if it's not working, it's not working. But um, I, th- I, think it'll, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty much it. And, and, and um, lots of – so on, actually another key that trick that someone gave me was to have the Quells tablets, which is the seasickness tablets, I had them the night before. Huh. And apparently then it's like also in your, like it's in your bloodstream again, not a scientist. So whatever, right. but they said have it the night before. Music teacher. Yeah. Right. Music teacher. <laughs> <laughs> believing what everybody says. Music teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Just believing what anyone, desperately trying what anyone will suggest. <laughs> um, then I had my Quells tablets again in the morning and then religiously throughout the day, I have mm. two in the morning and then you can take up to two, you can take two at a time, but during the day I just have one. 
um, just to keep it kind of ticking over. And, but I, I sometimes I feel like, I don't know if it's normal, but sometimes I feel like every feed I'm having some sort of medication. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I kind of do because then, you know, after three hours I'll have my Panadol, you know, just um, it's oh, like wow. a paracetamol. It's a paracetamol, like if my shoulder's sore or, okay. Okay. Um, you know, and then by the time I have that little, if I have a paracetamol because I've got my shoulder sore and my, I've got a headache, my goggles are too tight or something, then the next feed I'm having my Loosen your goggles. Like, What's up with me and my goggles, right? Yeah. Don't, don't take some, yeah, <laughs> fix the problem. Loosen the goggles. I think, yeah, I've, I've loosened the goggles. Well, yes, no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm good with the goggles now though. Okay. I road tested the new goggles yesterday, so they seem they seem to be all good. 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 Yeah, we had the dress rehearsal yesterday, so oh, good. I think um no the goggles. Well, I, I've I've only had tinted ones because I only swim in the ocean during the day, right? Yeah. So yeah. I've had to find non-tinted goggles. I'm like, oh look at that! You can see everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bring you and you have to have the UV here for you, for your eyes. You just have to protect your eyes, you know. So yeah. Um. Anyway, so we road tested the goggles. But anyway. Good. Good. <sighs> you go. you, and you'll bring the tinted ones to switch when the when the sun's shining, right? Because towards the end, the sun will be out, yeah? Well, I guess. Well, it's Tasmania, so there's a good chance that it won't be out. <laughs> okay. Well, bring them just in case. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tip, actually. I never thought of that. I had the two goggles. Oh, now I need to get road test three goggles. Okay. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Have three working <laughs> pairs of goggles on the boat or two on the boat and one on your head. I think that's a good point. Oh, really? Yeah. Bring a swim cap too, just in case. You won't need it, but oh yeah. Better yeah. have it well, and not need it, but need it and not have it as I'm trying to train my kids. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Um, <laughs> I think um <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I know when I'm done, well, I know when I did Great Keppel Island um last year, I I, I started swimming and, and I, I don't know, I just dig around for like 20 minutes, just the cap and the goggles and the I just and then I settle, you know, and then I settle and then I'm good to go for eight hours, right? But I just that first 15, 20 minutes, I'm just like cannot get settled. It's like when you go to bed and you just yeah. you wriggle yeah, and you exactly. wriggle and you wriggle and then you finally settle, you know. And I remember at the Great Keppel, I swam out to the kayak and I ripped my goggles off and threw it at my <laughs> husband and said, like, give me the spare pair of goggles. <laughs> and he said to me at the end, he goes, oh, this is going to be a long eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay because <laughs> there was no boat with that one it was just him on the kayak and, oh. <laughs> anyway I, I settled and he knows now that it just give her 20 minutes just yeah, like no is. you get to keep those for an hour and then we can talk <laughs> right it's like that sometimes like he just has to take charge and just just eat your feeds quicker just yeah. just swim you know like it's like you need to be to oh, okay and you listen you just go oh, okay it's yeah. like you just, um, ev everything else in your world just goes and you're just in this survival, tactile, sensory environment, you know, like just any little bubble in your cap or any little, you know, your strap isn't half a centimetre right, you know, you just, ah! and then, but then I settle. <laughs> I think the analogy of, of like going to sleep, especially with my kids, I can see it too, because they're just like this. And then all of a sudden they pass out. But it, like, it, it's true. You just need the time to settle into it. And then you're like, okay, okay, I got this. I got this. But it yeah. takes a good 20, 30 minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And as much as I try and get it right on pool deck or on the beach or whatever, I make sure my, you know, and, and I'm not a sensory person. Like I'm yeah. really not. And I know sensory people because my son is a cut the tags off, mm. you know, like the, the, the soft shirts. I, I know sensory and I'm not that person. But that first 20 minutes, it's just, it's got to be right. <laughs> yeah. I'm all yep. for, you know, the, and then and we'll start in the dam and I'll just, you know, I always try and get, you know, everyone's kind of slowly getting in. I'm the first one to go every time because I just know that it just takes a stop and wriggle and stop and wriggle and, and then yeah. I'm yeah. then I feel okay. So I don't I don't know. If you can tell me what that is, I don't know. If anyone else has that problem, <laughs> make me feel not so alone. I don't You're not alone. You're not alone. I, think I don't feel like there. everybody else does it, but I I seem to do it like mm. Anyways, but, but uh, you can just that's the Carolyn. You get your your wriggles out the first every few minutes, the first twenty. Throw a Carolyn. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. We, we'll throw a Carolyn for. We'll make that at Oxford Dictionary for the first yeah. twenty minutes. <laughs> throw Caroline. But I did. Um. So I did the the big dam swim, the big freshwater swim that we're talking about. That was my longest one. Um. And so that was that was fun. So it was oh I think three days before Christmas. Okay. That one. So you just knew just the Christmas period. You just knew it was going to be fun, right? <laughs> you just know. So I had um, I had my you know the big blow to- uh, toy that you put in the pool and your wine glasses go in it normally. So we had a few of those, and with mine I put um, Christmas lights all around it, <laughs> and you know with the battery, and I had tinsel, and um, one of my um, girlfriends, triathlon girlfriends who can't, you know, so they're out doing big rides or whatever. So she gave me a little mermaid um, key ring for good luck. So I stuck that little girl on and, and um, it's, there's a strange thing in this dam. Sometimes we can't find the GPS. So you, you do actually lose track of your watch oh, of how uh-huh. far you've been. So, um, so I knew that it was a 1500 meter from the start to the, from the feed station to the boy back to the feast feed station is 1500 meters so I, I knew I had to do 12 laps and I'm thinking well at four o'clock in the morning after I've done six laps you know because we started at silly o'clock you know the alarm went off at midnight again <laughs> um I thought how on earth am I going to keep track so I put pegs on the tinsel okay. so every time I every time I came back I took a peg off and put it on and sure enough my watch lost gps and um I you know I only did you know, it, but it came back to old school, you know, the abacus. Yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was great because um, you know, it worked well. However, I'd get to like, I got to like eight, nine, ten, And I'll tell you, these pegs were getting pelted into, <laughs> getting pelted into there. Like, why are these pegs not going faster? <laughs> you know, so, um, and then we had, um, you know, flashing lights and it, it was a, it was a bit of fun, but that one, I yeah very uneventful just um up and back up and back because it's in the dark we and everyone is different speeds mm-hmm. so we like to keep safe so you, you pass it because everyone's different speeds you, you you're pretty much passing someone every five ten minutes you know whether they're okay. going one way or you know um whatever so you know there's always someone around and um you have the light you know at the back of your goggles which I've learned a lot about and um so that was really um yeah so we finished that swim and you know went for coffee and I was back home in bed by 
I don't know, eight o'clock in the morning or something like that. I woke up at lunch. I'm in bed by 8 a.m. I love that. (laughs) So how long was that one? That was the big freshwater swim. Yeah, so that one was uh, six and a half hours. Okay. And that was a a time goal versus a distance goal, I guess, because you didn't have uh, accurate No, it was more a a distance, I think. Okay. Um, It's freshwater with no current, so it was just, well, it was 12 peg goal. (laughs) <laughs> goal accomplished check <laughs> yeah 12 pegs um the others I think uh so there's there was a couple so I think the guy that I trained with I think he got 20 in that day like so he can swim 2k's more than me you know like he's that little bit faster we talked mm-hmm. about him so he he knew and it was good the pegs were actually good because he knew where I was up to <laughs> so that was kind of good like when he got back to the feed station he could count where I was up to yeah that's nice (laughs) oh good oh she's got five to go um um, yeah but I felt I was texting my coach a couple of days later and I felt really good I was really happy yeah I I got out um uh, but the next day and shoulder was fine I mean I do I I get sore in the shoulder my Mm. right shoulder but I think it's a fatigue thing not an injury thing I've been doing my exercises good that we've girl. been talking good about you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you <laughs> um but I think it's a fatigue thing so I'll be swimming and I'm like oh that's a bit sore so um I don't know if you're supposed to but I'll just change my stroke technique I might go a little bit wider or something for a couple of minutes five minutes just to I guess it's more just stretching it out I don't know doing the same thing over and over and over again and if you feel pain and you don't change it that's probably more of a problem than trying something else so I think you're on the right track (laughs) yeah yeah I and it's kind of um I like I find a particular stroke I can get um more um like my stroke rate can go higher quite easier on a particular Mm. type of stroke and then, but then, or then I'll need to have a bit of a stretch in the lats and I'll do sort of the long stroke at the front and I'll get a nice, strong two-beat kick in for a while. Yeah. yeah. If I if I do the, the wider stroke, I tend to get a bit higher stroke rate with faster kicking. So, because mm-hmm. um, I've been thinking, oh, I might have to do that a bit more in the colder water just to yeah. keep everything moving as opposed to my nice long pool two-bit kick noodling along swim <laughs> right yeah but you've got all of those tools in your tool belt and that is the secret so you're, you're is it anyway. i think so <gasps> uh, you've got to have That's all cool. <laughs> That's you've got, build your tool belt up for sure you know and it's all in you hopefully you've been building your mental tools too i think the fact that you can set an alarm and go swim and be home in bed by eight o'clock is your mental game is pretty pretty tough <laughs> yeah I mean I mean the other you know I am a teacher in Australia so I do have six weeks off over you know so I started holidays on the 10th of December so I knew so we go back um so we're like summer holidays so it's like your Mm -hmm. June July holidays right so we go back sort of the end of January um so I kind of knew that I can do a couple of these bigger swims in this lead up to Christmas and it, and it wasn't a fluke you know that I finished work and I, I I don't know how people do it man that work full time and and do it on a Saturday morning and go home and do the groceries and oh, I'm yeah. not superwoman I, I can't do that <laughs> I, I I need my sleep and it and it's quite um 
I've, I've discussed with husband, like it's, it's quite a selfish in, in, in a good way, but, you know, it's quite a selfish sport in that, you know, if I'm not swimming, I'm eating. If I'm not eating, I'm sleeping, <laughs> you know, and if I'm not sleeping, I'm, you know, throwing the lawn, laundry in just before I have a nap and then take hanging the laundry out after a nap. <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. Um, <laughs> yep. So, um, but that's in the school holidays, you know, I, I, I haven't been able to do these big swims huge big swims um during the school term when it's cranking up so right yeah I'm certainly not superwoman that's for sure <laughs> well in a way you're super right that's, so yeah, yeah, yeah about two weeks right two weeks to go yeah so it's the third, 13th of January so I've got what, what day did we say it was Wednesday <laughs> we I've said got... it's the 28th here the 29th there so you've got Christmas 14, 14, 15, yeah 16 16 yeah, days Christmas, or 15 Christmas days to go something years, like that. You, you don't know that okay so <laughs> i've got um i fly out in two weeks um well a, a funny thing's been happening in australia at the moment so um uh, we've been um keeping out um covid pretty much this whole time you know mm-hmm. um we've been keeping it out and so we're at the stage now where all, we're all 90 percent vaccinated so pretty much COVID is entering our country now. So, you know, when we've only seen, in, in my state, when we've only seen a couple, literally, like there probably was no more than 50 for whole of last year, you know, oh like they've gosh. kept it out. Wow. But yeah, yeah, but there's sacrifices, a lot of sacrifices that were made for that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people haven't seen their family in two years because you haven't been able to cross borders of the states. You know, never in my wildest dreams I'd think that a state border would be a border like it wasn't even a growing up it wasn't even a thing you know like it just yeah anyway so but the thing is um now it's all wonderful and we have opened up and this beautiful omicron thing (laughs) is has come into our state and yes we're we're building now so for us to be and the world will just shake their head at this but for us to be at a thousand cases a day yesterday is huge like you know um it's huge so but one of the things is when you're traveling you have to have all these negative tests to get back into your state and that Mm -hmm. so so we've got to navigate kind of all of the crossing of the border do you are you doing that like in america like crossing a state border is a big deal not a state no No. it's just all open yeah it's all open well yeah and look how that's working (laughs) so it's just going yeah. around and around, around yeah now there yeah, is some the countries you know the country borders are the state borders are not yeah. maintained yeah so we've kind of been all one country for so you know forever mm-hmm. and um but the last two years we've been individual states and it's mm-hmm. just it's been really strange so the the bad news is well, we're all vaccinated, you know, 90%. Once they got to 90%, all the borders were open, or except for one little stubborn state over in the West, but that, they'll come on board soon, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But, um, yeah, so to navigate, to get down to Tasmania, <clears throat> so Tasmania and Queensland, Tasmania is the state where the swim is, and I'm in Queensland, and those two states have pretty much been the two states that have been free of okay. COVID. Until um, now. <laughs> Until now, because, you know, we've hit this vaccination rate and yeah. um, and now it, it's going everywhere. So we, we're all kind of getting used to, we haven't had to wear masks. We haven't had to. Wow. So it's like, kind of like we're two years behind now. <laughs> we're like, oh, right. 
this is what's been going on. <laughs> so, um, so with my swim, I kind of have to navigate um, border passes, which is just bizarre to even say. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be lovely to see family in Tasmania, but I fly out <clears throat> in two weeks. Uh, so I get there on the Tuesday, the swim. No, I get there, sorry, on the Sunday night. And the, and the flights, of course, all get changed. So it's very scary that way too because yeah. I don't know that, I don't know what's happening with the flights, but they keep changing my flight, whether they're consolidating flights. or I mean, that doesn't happen here. I don't, yeah. I don't really know what's going on there, but it's changed three times anyway. So, every so time hopefully I get you get there Sunday. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'll get there Sunday. That's right. Anyway, so um, and then I'll and try and have be... a couple of swims down there Thursday morning. Okay, so you'll have a good. So what's four that days. Wednesday for you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, then I do have a grace day of the Friday. You know, if the weather's a little bit better, and then the friend of mine, he's swimming on the Saturday, so I'll be on his boat if all has gone well. Um, so hubby's coming down. He is flying down. I think. Uh, Tuesday night so he'll work Tuesday then fly down Tuesday night so yeah it's military operation which normally happens with all these swims but it's got that sense of okay I'm gonna have to be flexible here because anything you know could happen it you know if if hubby's coming down sort of 48 hours before but you know with everything that's happening in Australia at the moment um I have to I guess I have to con- contemplate the fact that he might not make it you know because he's right. only coming down two days before Four, and I'm yeah. like, mm, I don't know how that'll go. <laughs> so, but the guy—it's a good thing um, to ponder, they, right? Yeah, that's it. I've been kind of in my head thinking, okay, well, if it's just me and the skipper, and you know, it's a bit like Gilligan's Island, isn't it? Just this, you know, the the the, the small little group. So, but yeah, it's. I think last time you said it's my first solo marathon swim, which mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize was a thing until you said that. Like Sorry. I thought I'd done so no, I thought I'd done solo marathon swims in the events, but then yeah, everyone's like, no, this is your first sort of you with the, the boat. boat. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I haven't got clear in my head, I think I said to Hubby last night, I wanted him to think about it, and then he goes, Oh no, that'll be easier. Is because I breathe the the boat, they want the skipper wants me on the right of the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently it can get shallower water on the right so I can get the current going there, but the boat can't go there. So I have to go straight. And because that made me nervous. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going away from the boat by myself. Like I know it's a river. I don't know why. I don't know why. Anyway, I just find it takes so much energy to navigate. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about direction, mm-hmm. um, especially in this swim. So hubby's going to still be in the kayak, but of course I breathe to the left and the boat still wants me in the right. So it'll be, this is the logistics. I'm not quite sure of yet, but hubby says it'll be all right he says don't worry about it you just swim (laughs) he's good that's why I'm like no you have to be there it's like so it'll be me then the kayak then the boat yeah um which is fine which is wonderful because I don't need to talk to the boat right but then do I feed off the kayak because I'm going to need warm feeds Mm. and they the kettle is on the boat so then there's does the boat then give the feeds to the kayaker which then passes it to me or do I swim over to the boat and get my banana that way. I don't know which one will be easier. That's Any tricky suggestions? Ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got it. I guess into it's... intrepid water. What will Carolyn do? 
it's a, it's a, that's a legitimate concern. And I've seen it yeah. all the ways. And I've talked to people who've done all the ways, like some, you know, if you want warm feeds, obviously if they're on the kayak, they're going to get cold and your kayak's going to have to go to the boat to get warmer feeds every little bit. So it might be easier to just feed from the boat if they have the facilities and ability to do that, but you've got to, you're going to have to work all that out. That's a pre swim meeting. I'd say is to figure, figure all that yeah. out, consider your options yeah. and, and be flexible because <laughs> it might be like, no, you can't eat off the boat. You're going to have to eat off the kayak. And then the kayakers got to figure out how to go get warm feeds from the boat. So, yeah. So, well, hubby suggested last night, he just said, cause what we normally do in the ocean swims where I don't need warm feeds mm-hmm. is he just has three or four of my feeds on the kayak, which goes mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half, two hours or whatever. Cause he's just following the boat with the navigation. Right. And then, so every two hours, I know that I just have to look after myself for five, 10 minutes yeah. while yeah. they're swapping totally. out the feeds yeah. when they come out. And that's, and I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. I just find when I swim in the ocean or do these long swims, I just find thinking about my direction and navigation takes a lot out of me. Yeah. I, I just find it's sight. nice to just have a boat and a kayak and be like in the sandwich. <laughs> just going. Yeah. Well, it'd be easier if I could bilateral breathe now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right. I was going to point that out, but you know, thanks for bringing Yeah. Let's up. not talk yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. another time <laughs> yeah that was suggested about two years ago and it hasn't happened yet so but okay. yes no I, I do need to um think about that did I tell you about my neck tell me the about last... your neck did I tell you about my neck I don't know tell me Sorry. about you told me about the the snorkel becoming an amazing thing for your training this, in a yes. pool <laughs> That's okay. well so for everyone listening it's a happy ending so don't be concerned so (laughs) I just like to put the the, the thing out there so I found a huge lump on my neck and we're like no what you know like 40 mid 40s lump we're like oh so off I trot to the doctor and she's like yeah it is a little bit unusual let's go and get an ultrasound so I went and got uh yeah an ultrasound put on it and the ultrasound lady I could see this little smile coming up and she said oh you said you're a swimmer and I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She goes, oh, I'm a swimmer too. She says, and she goes, do you happen to breathe to the left? <laughs> and I said, well, actually I do. And, you know, and I, I do long distance swimming. So, you know, I've been swimming a lot in the last six months, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, that lump right here is an overdeveloped muscle. <laughs> you have an overdeveloped muscle on one side. <laughs> So I've got, you can, probably can't see it, but I've got a big lump just here from doing this so much, from breathing to the left so much. And then, so my girlfriend, who's a radiographer, she she had a look and she said, yeah, it's like seven millimetres bigger than your other side. <laughs> anyway, so that was a little bit of an interesting day because then, you know, you have that two hours of nervousness and then she said, oh, no, nothing to worry about. Just You're pretty strong. Healthy. Strong muscle. Might yeah. want to build up the other side, Carolyn. You know, you can start. Uh, no. I know. I, I know. Maybe the after January thirteenth, can... it can be your winter project. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I really need to do that. Yeah, but anyway, so that that was that was interesting. But yes, yeah, so the, the logistics of um, how we're going to do that is a little bit different, but. Anyway, I'm not really sure because they do have, because I've, and this will be my first feed, first swim with solid feeds as well. So people use, he's got a stick, a cup on a stick. 
mm-hmm. um, which I've obviously I've seen a lot of people do, um, but I've never done that. And but hubby did say, oh, I can't do that from the kayak, really. Mm. Usually I just, you know, do the otter backwards and he just sort of drops the food in, you know, the tablet or whatever into my jelly bean into my mouth or whatever, yeah. which, oh, only yeah. a husband, which only a husband would do. Right. <laughs> Right. Bless kayakers of the world. Oh goodness, yes, absolutely. Bless, um, bless the cotton socks. Right. <laughs> um, so two questions, and we'll wrap it up. So, what do you feel the most um, confident about right now, two weeks before this one? Um, the most confident. I feel the most confident in my team, which is always a cracking one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know they've got a few swimmers going down this week, actually. So um, you'll see on their Facebook page, they've got a few going down. Um, And I think the distance, I'm okay with the distance. I think I'm okay with, um, you know, I I really have no concept of the time. I really have no concept of the time. But I think after my long, these longs, couple of long swims um, have really given me confidence. That's great. In the time. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. you've done like, the training. I think you should feel like super strong about your training. The amount that you've been training is just amazing. And the kind of conditions and like getting everything in, like, I feel like that you should just feel amazing about your training going in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I do. I actually, cause we talked about sore knees, but, um, mm. I actually really hurt my knee a week ago and I was on crutches actually. <laughs> we haven't Girl, talked about that, but anyway. <laughs> that happens but the only time I feel like my knee wasn't hurting was in the water yeah good you yeah. know and I just it's like Christmas day I just sat in the pool for three hours while everyone just had wines around me on the outside you know um I just and I just they're like you know you've been in there like three and a half hours I'm like it just it's the only time that I just feel at peace like I just ah you know just all the muscles relax and I wriggle and yeah yeah anyway so the team is probably it back to the question the team and I'm, I'm, prob- I'm confident with the distance, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What are the things you're the most nervous about at this point? I knew you were going to say that. Right. <laughs> nervous. I think the chop at the end. So the river is like a right angle. So when you start going down, you get the um, southerlies that come up from Antarctica. So it's going to be, if you get those winds, it's going to be quite the chop. So I've got to really concentrate on try and swim fast to get, but then then you've got to time the tide and and the boat skipper was actually saying he thinks I've got a a little bit faster. So he's actually thinking I'm going to have a later start time because he thinks I'm going to get to the change of tide too quick. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) Which is kind of of funny. I might get a little sleepy. And of course the cold. Yeah. You know, just, I mean, I've, I mean, I've, I've done the, the projected. Distance. Yeah, what's the projected temp though? Curious. Well, someone, my skipper actually is down there now. He swam across, like across the river. I think it was like a three k swim or something. Um, and he clocked it at sixteen degrees. So translate into American eight. talk. Sixty point eight. You can do it. Yeah, I think you should feel confident. Life. I think you yeah, should feel confident a- in your cold training. It also, you're. It's getting warmer as you go, right? I hope so because it's going into salt. So you would just think say so. yes. Just say yes. Yes. <laughs> <As> you <go. laughs> I feel like you've been doing so much cold water training. I can see the fear because I don't know, but you've been doing so much cold water. I think you should feel confident in your cold water yeah. training that you have done. 
I don't know anyone else that sits in a bath with ice blocks. Oh, bless you. (laughs) But it's, um, uh, I see what people are doing in in Europe and, you know, and they're they're swimming in these. It's just, anyway, I've I've done the cold. You've done, you know, I'm doing an hour a day in, um, I've been doing the ice bath, well, the the solid brick baths because um, all of our cold pools are closed for two weeks over Christmas. Yeah. Wow. So I've had that going, um, but I will get to next week. I'll go every day, mm-hmm. you know, um, but this wow. week I've still got to stick to my ice baths and, and I've been sitting in there um, an hour, but it, like you said, it's really hard to sit still in cold water. Yes. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do it. Well, I give myself a treat in the last 10 minutes. I'm allowed to get my shoulders out, but don't tell my swimming buddies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I get to kind of the 50 minutes and then, um, oh, and I've been setting the time and alarm in the kitchen. So when everyone, when anyone hears the alarm in the kitchen, they know that I must be in the bar. So they've got to bring down a hot cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) So I have that at half an hour. I've got a beautiful family. They support me. So my my, my 16 year old son will bring down a hot cup of tea and he'll just call me nuts and crazy and (laughs) and then splash me. (laughs) little turkey but then the last 10 minutes sorry it's kind of like I get through the first half an hour of um you know whatever then I think okay then I get my hot cup of tea so that's a treat and then I wait 20 minutes and then I just let like the, I let the cold water go to here and it, even just to here to here makes a huge difference wow. I don't understand like my body temperature drops so much from here to here huh. and to see the heart the heart rate's interesting too looking at all the heart Wow. Right? when you get in it just straight up and then it just and then you get out of the cold water and it just plummets like my blood pressure drops and my mm-hmm. heart rate drops anyway it's all very it, look and one more thing I have to say is last time you asked me why I had an epiphany swimming the other day it oh, was an epiphany I know you and I are like spirit <laughs> sisters I tell you <laughs> so I'm swimming along and I'm like oh you know um, Shannon was asking me why do I do this because you know I'm like why am I doing this <laughs> you know and and it's funny because sorry to cut a long story short but so my daughter come finishes year 12 and she announces to us that she got a summer holiday job full-time great excellent where is it it's in the alpine country in a completely different state <laughs> right oh by the way I'm moving out oh good <laughs> oh. so she's now you know you know, traveling and she's a free spirit as well, you know, and, and, and I'm just like, oh man, she's, I've done it to myself. She's grown up traveling and doing adventures. And if I've done it to myself, my beautiful daughter's left me and she's, you know, and it was just this epiphany of that's why I do it. I just, there's always some sort of an adventure coming up Mm -hmm. and it just gets me through Groundhog Day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, And I'm, I'm getting teary thinking about it. Like I really am like, I just, um, oh gosh, I really am getting teary. Yeah. I just, the groundhog day of being a mum, working, mm-hmm. you just get in such a rut, you know, and we've always, and this, and it's, I think especially because I've mainly been swimming for two years now, I think it's the COVID thing has actually been a blessing in my life because it's just made me go, okay, we can't travel because we're big four drivers, campers. We've always backpacked. We went backpacking as 20-year-olds. We've 
traveled the world you know we've always had some adventure and um COVID of course just goes no you will stay and relax yeah. at home <laughs> well not relax but you will stay home so it's like right next adventure you know and I think it's just it gives me for mental health it's just given me something to um you know just the next adventure I think yeah. it's just like right something to look forward to mm-hmm. that's it and to feel um uh I don't know yeah I think that's it just I just like the that next yeah and the way you said it's like it's to break the groundhog day and it and like the where you describe like your training schedule where it's like there's a day you're up at midnight and you do the you know like it um yeah it gives you something to look forward to I think that's it that's 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 it that's why we do it we want to break the routine we want to be different (laughs) yeah and I'm very conscious of not talking too much swimming with um with I mean hubby's over it of course (laughs) but with friends you know I, I really try and listen to everybody else's world and that and but it's just, yeah, compartmentalize and that's, mm-hmm. that's swimming mm-hmm. and it just, um, yep, breaks the groundhog, but it all started with just one and 2K a few years ago. And, um, and I promise you, I'm far, you know, we get in squad and I'm three lanes down from the top and I'm fourth from the back. And I mean, there's still two or three lanes down, but, <laughs> you know, I, seriously. You're just, doing it though. Yeah. You're going to do awesome, Carolyn. I'm so... I'm so excited for the swim for you. I think it's, I can't wait, it is to, exciting. Can't wait to hear about it. Yep. And we get to see family, friends. It'll be Yay. fun. Yay. Yeah. I hope that, yeah, if the things you can't control, of course, COVID and things like that, um, you can't control those things. So let them go. You just control yourself, your swimming, your emotions. Those are the things you can control. And have a great time swimming down the and- river. And don't talk too much at each feed. Quickly. Don't talk too much. That's right. Just keep going. Because if you stop, you'll get cold. So keep moving. Uh, good tip. <laughs> good tip to finish on. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. That's it. hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of the Intrepid Water Accountability Group? We'll support and encourage each other on a private chat platform, pursue monthly challenges both in the water and on land, and meet virtually once a month to dive deep on a topic. If you'd like to join a group of like-minded limit pushers from around the globe, join the Intrepid Water Accountability Group. Find out more at intrepidwater.com.